Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, and thank you for tuning in to another episode of Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast where we cover our community, culture, news, events, and anything relevant to life on Earth and in Bangkok. My name is Leroy Janconius III, here to serve you a soul-filling feast filled with poetry, music, and the rest of the collective creative output from members of our community. On this episode of the podcast, we will again dig back, just like we did in the last episode, to one of the open mic shows of the past, and we created a nice little sampling platter for you to enjoy. So we're going to dive right into it, ladies and gentlemen. But just before we do, I'd like to remind you that on this Thursday, August the 23rd at Live Lounge, we will be having an open mic show. So enjoy the recordings of one of the ones in the past and maybe it'll inspire you to join us in the future. I'm going to try and say this smartly. See, I'm hardly a preacher, but part of me has some wisdom I need pardoned with. So pardon if I'm partly pissed while imparting this piece of reason to get to the stuff reason or seeming like it's Parkinson's. It all starts with confidence of how to get it. How to shed the nerves and stop sweating. Stop letting thoughts get in block when the spotlight is hot and you're on it. How to get up, sing that sonnet when a bonnet of self-doubt is just clotting your tenacity. Stop. You have to breathe. See, half of these cats you see cackling were cracking like three seconds flat if they had to get up here and sing. So I had to get up here, bring some perspective, injected into this lecture. See, to many, this lectern is a spectrum. A phantom, they can't fathom badly, but inspect a bit further, you'll see ain't no fear to be had, and you're on your way to not giving a fuck. Like a five-year-old told by some young buck that Barney is for babies, and he says, yeah, maybe, but it's all gravy, because that's my shit, son, and can't nobody tell me nothing. So stop fronting and start loving every single part of yourself that makes you into something and just wear it out like your favorite outfit. See, we came to see your mouth spit your truth like you's a yodeler in the Alps, but you're holding out like Alfred. Answering the phone while he's alone and Bruce is out, being scared of all these jokers. And you hope we figure out what your story's all about, but you get to let it out, kid. So go ahead and blare it out. Once upon a time in Yodo, thinking either rhyme or no, it just might be your first time. Think of when it was your first time. It was you, it was her, didn't know what to do first, and all of a sudden, you know, first. Felt like something in the verse, but that split second. You felt heaven, and were ready to return. See, that's that shit you're missing. When forever's within reach, and you're just sitting in the bleachers while your story's getting bleached, how did your birthright? You're a storytelling species, yet you're bred to dread the thing that separates us from the sheep, dig? And you wonder why you couldn't be. 
Then you sit in your seat, get up on your feet, middle finger of security, say, I don't give a fuck. Here's my story. Fuck you. This is me. Yeah. All right, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready for your next performance? A brief look into Aunt Andre's shorts. Aunt Andre's tales get me inside from all directions, filling me with the hard truth of life. Sometimes the double entendre takes a different angle on things that spices things up. I don't know about you, but I take my double entendres with a squeeze of lemon and a shot of hot sauce. A snake in my grass is worth two in my bush. I cry, aha, when I find worms in my compost. Husking the corn deep in the tassel, shedding pollen, Corn silks glisten on the moon. Entering my chamber, the monk takes me to the temple of God. Chanting the holy name of God, reading his holy book, feeling the characters embossed on vellum, chanting holy words together, we touch the face of God and find a moment of enlightenment. I've been mostly vegetarian most of my adult life, yet I still have a fondness for meat. Sometimes I just can't wrap my head around it. He raises my hand, ups my ante, and we both win hands down with the whole house and the royal flush. Reading Peter Pan, getting deep into his never-never land, from out of the blue heavens, what's that? His Mary Poppins all over the place. Unpopular parasites have gained charge of my hinter and netherlands. Very sad. Cafefe! <laughs> my ass.
A parasite in clown's costume runs the theme park, driving the roller coaster up shit creek and down shit alley. The highs are brief, the change terrifying, vomit fills the air, the old white wooden trestles holding up the rails on this ship ride are rotting away. The circus will soon be dead, along with the old white ringmaster. I say, Jesus, God, why don't you just fuck me up the ass already? <laughs> and that's what Anton Andre says. Thank you. A fate more evil, a life more lost, the devil for me foresaw. Imagine the day I woke to find the molasses had moved next door. Was I a man of the bourgeoisie? Oh, of course I was, and more than that. I was a, a latte-drinking, clever-thinking, documentary-making prat. I ran my own film company. I was an artist, I was sure. Then I heard my neighbor say, I'm Alex Malat. I've just moved in next door. My films explored the evil side of mankind's unknowable id. My kids all went to private schools. My wife, she bloomed with health. The critics applauded my style, my visual style, and my dissection to the core of the Freudian Jungian evil id. And then the Malats moved in next door. Ivan, of course, he was doing time. But his brothers were all free men. There's me, there's Walter, said Alex Malad, and Richard, in all, there's ten. Me and the wife moved in last week, and when Richard's coming, we're not, we're not sure. You like films? I'll bring over some shots. Wink, wink. We only live next door. A shallow pall hung over my days. The first weeks after I found out, the bruschetta was off. The antipasto was stale at the cafes where we all hung out. It's good for your art, said my cameraman. They're just the sort of people that your films explore. Fuck my films, Toby, you pretentious prick. My films don't move in next door. My wife was a painter, sculptor too. Her studio was set up at home. I can't stay here, she'd scream at me. It's impossible to work alone. Her exhibition was coming up soon, a review in the age for sure. Just stay calm, I'd scream so loudly. I think they probably heard us next door. A couple of months after they came, I got a call from my children's school. Your daughter's been caught smoking pot and your son's starting to play the fool. The counselors asked them both to, ha to say if their home is quite safe and secure. By his tone, I knew straight away he, he laid the blame right at my door. So my next film was a critical flop, for the first time in my career. He seems to have lost his ability to show evil up close and near. I read that review and I gave a laugh. Fucking critics always think they know best. 
Fucking critics should try living next up close to the people who I live next door. Toby left me the next month to a school uh, to shoot a Gillian Anderson flick. You know, he told me when he left, I always thought you were a soft cock prick. Funding dried up, grants turned down, my wife couldn't take it no more. I'm leaving, she said. I'm getting out, I can't live with them next door. But the way she said it and how she left, I knew that the lats were her excuse. She married a successful filmmaker, a film artist. Not a failure, the final proof came when I heard three months later she moved in with some director bore, whose films were at Cannes, and she was gone. But I couldn't blame the people next door. My children, they left to go to some alternative school, where all the hippie children go. After that, we sort of lost contact. I last heard from them two years ago. I got a job in advertising, shooting commercials, on video, what's more. No Super 8, only mainstream crap designed for the people who live next door. And yesterday came the greatest shock. Oh, truth comes bound in pain. I went next to next door's intercom and asked for Alex Malat by name. Why, well, they're not living here no more. They moved out nearly two years ago. Hey, aren't you that weirdo who lives next door? No matter how easy your sweet life is, be sure your life will change. There's a shadow hangs over us that leaves none of us the same. There's another person waiting to come, buried in your deepest core. You'll be found out who you really are. Lives behind your very own door. You know, I I was uh, just talking to uh, Sar just literally two seconds ago, um, and uh, he was like, "Oh man, I forgot this and I forgot to say this." And here's the thing, guys. I'm gonna teach you guys a trick about this microphone business, being on stage. Nobody knows. Nobody knows what you will perform when you mess up. They don't know. When you skip that line, they don't know. So don't be nervous, that's the first trick. The second, I'm gonna tell you the second trick to mastery of this space here called the stage. Everybody is scared of being here. And the very fact that you've stepped on it means they will be like, whoa, he knows what's up, or she knows what's up, and they're scared to meet eye contact with you. So if you're on stage thinking you're scared, imagine what they're thinking when they're you know, you're staring at them, looking at them, saying whatever you're saying and you forgot, don't break eye contact, they don't know. That's it, that's literally, that's half the battle, ladies and gentlemen, I swear to you. That's half of the battle. So, we're going to keep going. So, coming to the stage. Coming to the stage.
Esta mañana Ya no me acordaba que Tocaban mis dedos Esa guitarra que era Para mí un cuerpo
Gentlemen, that about does it for this episode of Leroy's Library, Bangkok Lyrical Lunacy's weekly podcast, where we cover our community, culture, news, events, and anything related to life on Earth and in Bangkok. My name is Leroy Janconius III, and I want to thank you for listening. And also, I'd like to appeal to you and ask you to please follow us or like our Facebook page. Follow us on Instagram. If you have iTunes, go on iTunes, subscribe to our podcast, and leave us a review. Uh, That's about it. So hopefully I'll see your wonderful face at Live Lounge on Thursday, August the 23rd, where we will be having our next open mic show. So once again, thank you, ladies and gents, and we will catch you on the next episode of Leroy's Library. (laughs) 